0: Right everybody, welcome to um what's this called? Ten Reasons Why? Week three. No, it's, not. What it's week, week,
1: is it? two. It's, week two.
0: it's Week two. Do you want to have one rehearsal? It, it feels like week three. Okay. When you're doing this podcast in isn't it? It's mad. So uh to I I think this one's gonna be really interesting because if you've been around church for any period of time at all, the um we're talking about purpose, the whole thing of purpose and, and um I I think when it comes to Christian ease and it comes to like things that tie people up when it comes to, to being a Christian, like there's a few things, but purpose is definitely one of them. I remember um, when we were kids and uh, like, particularly in charismatic churches, not that I'm knocking charismaniacs, but what used to happen was it was always about um, like finding God's will for your life. Do you know what I mean? It was okay. like, what what's God's will for your life? And like with most teenagers, they get angsty about everything. But I, I just remember like, like the Christian angsty way of dealing with like, that was not, you know, um sort of ripping your t-shirts and standing outside the city hall with your, you know, like a goth. It was like, what's God's will for my life? Like, what's my purpose? You know, what's it all about anyway? And all that stuff. And so we used to, it, just, it was ridiculous, actually.
1: I love the... Uh, it was ridiculous. The, the stand up if you're under 25, because that was brilliant when I remember oh, when we were in church, it was great when you were only 25. Yeah, but you, if it, you
0: only had purpose if you were you're, 25. You're
1: the next generation. The next g- generation of, of
0: yes, history. The and that.
1: then you get to 26 and you're like, I've blown it.
0: Well, well do you know what I, 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 st- I used to pretend <laughs> things. <right? laughs> when I was 28, I used to stand up and go, no, nobody's going to notice. Do you know they I mean? <laughs> Just stopped up anyway. They <laughs> go, because God has passed you by. You know, it's like the only people with purpose are the young people. And then the young people didn't have a clue what they were doing anyway. It's like, oh, good. Who am I gonna marry? Like, less yeah. the who am I gonna? What am I gonna do for a job? Yes. Where am I gonna live? Who am I gonna marry? Um, and should I give it all up? And yes. move to China? Move to China or New Nords? Some horrible like that. Uh, India was always a favorite back in our place, and it was like wherever you hated the most, that was your purpose. And so your purpose purpose was always like if you really hate something, God's calling you into that right? Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, that's going to be horrific for you because that must be your purpose. And uh, I don't know. I, 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 I've just found it, like the whole way through my experience at church purpose has just been this thing of, I, I should really know this clearer than what to do, but I actually don't, mm-hmm. you know, it's dead easy, isn't it? Just to go, Oh, my, my purpose is. And I'm actually, if I'm honest, I'm always really suspicious of people who go, I've got a really clear sense of
1: God's purpose for my life.
0: God's purpose for my life. Like like super clear. Like I've never had a doubt. Yeah. Never had a a moment where.
1: Because to be honest, I think it's that sense of it's found found Mm -hmm. every day and actually God doesn't want to give you this blueprint of at age 18 you will be doing this. By 21 you will be here because then the reality is we wouldn't actually bother with God anymore because we'd just be like happy days. I know what I'm doing. Thanks very much God. I'm away. I'll sort it out now. Mm -hmm. Whereas actually it's we we're all worried about where we're going and the end goal, but actually yeah. God's interested in the day by day. I'll actually reveal this to you one step at a time. Yeah. A bit like, but like recently when we had a journey in the caravan, this was the most disastrous journey ever when we, we were trying to leave Bushmills and we were going to go to Glunarif in the caravan.
0: Put it in the sat nav.
1: And we put it in the sat nav. I was like a bit of a doubter at that stage now because I've had some bad sat number before and told you, you know, to go on certain routes, I just let you go with your decision. But listen,
0: like any man listening to this will know, we know better than the sat No, absolutely. Sat-nav is strict guidance only.
1: So we went in the ad, in sat-nav and we did, how many was it? About 25, a 20-mile 20 journey with like 25 different sets of directions. <laughs> every, every time we went for a mile, it was like, and then turned and then turned. And then turn right. And,
0: and the roads got smaller roads and got smaller. smaller right and yes. So it was like a. a and
1: we realized we couldn't turn. turn the caravan around. So it was just yeah. like, if anyone's coming in the other way, we're
0: abandoned. Completely- I actually said to you, if anyone comes the other way, I'm just abandoning this. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to be getting out, yeah. just locking it up, and going, here, mate, have the keys, on you go, because there's no way I'm turning this thing. Uh-huh.
1: And it was just an uh-huh. absolute nightmare, but it was that sense of we couldn't know what was coming next. Aye. And every time we turned a corner, we were like, oh, please be more than a mile, because yes. we wanted just to see like 10 more miles and you'll be there. but it was literally like 800 yards and then another turn and i think that's kind of what it can be like with purpose we want the you're going for 50 miles and then you just take one turn and then that'll be the next five years and then there'll be another little turn yeah and it's already really simple and god's just laid it all out for you but actually god's going just trust me today and look at what i'm doing here and then like in another few weeks or another few months Hmm. because he wants us to be leaning into him he wants to speak clearly into our lives and he, he just wants to commune with us. And I think that's the whole sense of purpose. It's not this end goal. It's actually day by day, become more like me, find out how much I love you. Find out how much I think about you all the time and discover with me. Otherwise it's actually, God, we just want this download, you know, fine. Happy days. God, that's great. And boy. Yeah,
0: I think, I think for me, like, even like when we were doing this particular session. We were trying to look at i mean like is see even even the world is kind of wrapped up in purpose you know if you go to youtube for anything more than five minutes you come across these sort of mad motivational videos yeah. you know kind of tony robbins-esque you know you were born for this moment and pumpy mm-hmm. music and mm-hmm. you know crowds full of people yeah, you know you can buy the book we should do a book you know here's our book to find your purpose because people people are suckers for it. i think i think what people it tells us is that they're so you know, this thing of it being really inbuilt in, the, in this, like, despite the fact it's hard, despite the fact that I don't think the church has done a particularly brilliant job. Um, and we'll talk about that. Cause I, I do want to talk about that to go, like, it's super important. It's part of God's design in our lives, but it's actually been made into something quite mysterious mm-hmm. and, in making it quite mysterious, it's actually made it more difficult than what it should be. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and that, I suppose that's what we're trying to talk about is it? to go, is it really that hard? How do you know? Why, 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 why would you care anyway? It's like, can you just live without purpose? Like, and would your life be materially different anyway? Sometimes I think that. I think, you know, if I was just doing what I did without any sense of direction, like, would it be massively different? I mean, are you even allowed to ask those questions out loud? I think most people probably are probably thinking I'm getting on all right. You know, why would I need some big sense of purpose in my life? So I suppose when we were talking about it, we went this, like, This is the reason what is it anyway how do you define it the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists i suppose when you put it that way i do start to think well actually that's why it matters to everyone Mm -hmm. you know it's like at some point we're gonna have to figure out what it's all about and whether you're a believer or you're not a believer the truth of it is we all ask the same questions Mm -hmm. like at some point you can you can Mm -hmm. bury yourself in busyness right Mm -hmm. and people do that or bury themselves in Mm -hmm. tons of stuff to keep themselves distracted Mm -hmm. Right. And there's a million ways that we can distract ourselves with stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, I suppose when you look at yourself in the eye, you put your head in the pillow, whatever way you want to think about it, you've got to ask that question. What's it all about?
1: I think it's that sense of something outside of yourself. Mm. I think lots of people can busy themselves, like you say, with, I'll reach this goal, then I'll reach that goal next and it's maybe through education and then getting somewhere on the career ladder and all of those different things and accomplishments that we can sort of strive after but it always comes to the sense of there has to be something more than just me.
0: Yeah. Like, why do I get up in the morning? Yes. Right. Why do you
1: get up? Because well, no, I have to, I have to do I get up, some, get, up
0: <laughs> get up and get at it son. And uh, yeah, but sometimes, but it is that thing for all of us, isn't it to go, like despite the fact that it's been made more difficult, I think there there is something that, motiv- our purpose motivates us. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, there's something. It's, so some people just are motivated, motivated by the fact that they've got to go to work to earn money to put, you know, bread on the table, keep a roof over their heads, that's a fair enough motivation. But it can't be your purpose, right? Because, you know, what happens if any of those things change, you know? And So there's something that's motivating us. And I suppose what we want, you know, discover is actually find God in it because our purpose has to come from Him. It can't come from us. Yeah. The world goes, find your purpose in yourself. And I go, really? Like, depend, literally depending on any day, like, that's really, that's, Difficult, You know, I am, um, I do a wee bit of LinkedIn I should, <laughs> and um, I'm very bad at social media generally, but there's all these people on LinkedIn and the, you know, I get up at 5am and eat cardboard for an hour and then meditate and then wash poor people and then go and do emails and then I like, go back and meditate and, uh, and by half eight they've done like their day's work and this is how I succeed and, and I, it actually ma- makes me want to hurt myself listening to it because you go. That can't be it. That kind of level of self discipline and mm-hmm. it's nonsense. There has to be something more to it. Mm-hmm. So, like, let me let me ask you a question, right? Um, we we we've had quite a journey because doing church, right? There must have been some motivation in you, right? Because p- people maybe don't get the opportunity to ask us this, but wh- wh- how how have you found purpose? Make it that that thing of the central thing that motivates you. And obviously, around church as an example, which is what we do. What difference did it make to you? Why didn't you not give up years ago and go ax ah, stuff this? You know, there must have been purpose. Must have been a part of that. Yeah. Either that or you're just Poor for crazy. <laughs> what well, we know, but you know just what I mean. Don't give up. Just don't give up. Just keep going, <laughs> like the Jerusalem bunny, right? But, uh-huh. but what was it? What what did you what did you find in yourself that 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 purpose gave you? I
1: I think it's that sense of like i said just now that it's going to be about more than just you so i think it's like recognizing when you've encountered god when you're starting to see what he's doing in your lives when you realize jesus you've made me a completely new person and you know coming out of um a life where at times you were struggling with things you felt worried and anxious about a lot of things particularly for me as a teenager i remember getting really anxious over schoolwork. i was the girl who swat i was the one who Tried and tried and really was very driven, strived over things.
0: You got anxious over schoolwork. I think. got
1: anxious over schoolwork. That's something you can relate with. I know there's love, of empathy there. Uh,
0: <laughs> I used to, I used to sweat it too. I, I think that.
1: I know a lot of you know girls understand this. Some guys too, but that sense of you you're putting, you know, you you're really trying at things, but it's it's what is all that for? I yeah. think I got to the stage of going, well, what is all that about? Because you just you get a great mark or. But then if you don't get the same one well, next time, do you feel disappointed in yourself. That that perfectionism thing, I think, was something that I, I would have struggled with. Um, I think, actually, when you realise in Jesus, you're just love for who you are, not what you do, So yeah. suddenly purpose. It's not that you're doing it for God, but that you're doing it with God. And for me, I think that sense, as I journeyed on my Christian walk, because I think early on, I had this sense of purpose, and it was like, God, you know, I, you know, you love me and you want me to tell other people about you. And and sometimes even that we can be driven, but I think probably the the thing of co-laboring with Christ as I've journeyed on in my Christian work, realizing actually God, I, it's a privilege that I get to do this with you. I'm not doing it for you in the sense that, that I'm trying to earn approval or acceptance from you, but actually I get to be part of what brings me, what brings you life because actually. You know, um, there was time when, I love the verse when Jesus was, um, his disciples had gone into, I can't remember, the village and he'd met with a Samaritan woman. They'd gone to get food and they came back and he said, oh, I have food that you don't know about. And it was because he was fed by feeding others with the word of God, with truth, with life. And when he gave life to others, that was life within him. And for me, that's how I realized when I give myself to other people, when I, care for others, what I tell people about God when I invest in doing things like this, then actually it brings me life. It so it's
0: brings- so it was more satisfaction? Yeah. More so purpose gave you more satisfaction, more fulfillment. What about when um like thinking about why it would matter if somebody's listening to this to kind of go, mm-hmm. actually it can be quite hard, but let's figure out, you know, why it matters to you. So bigger satisfaction, bigger sense of what you do you matter and counting towards something else. Um what so did that motivate you more? Would that have been that was also part of it. What about when things got tough? Because um, we've had a few ups and downs, a few roundabouts to go around, right? Um, did that, in terms of your own resilience, your ability to mm-hmm. to sort of bounce back, get back into shape um, after a disappointment was that? But would, would you put any of that down to purpose or just hard-headedness or a grit or what?
1: I think that's, that's why we need the Word of God because I think unless you saw so all the. Di- I mean what I've always gone back to is all the different bible characters that have actually endured when things didn't go well because if you think about it like we've looked during them um, the bible study that we've been doing at the life of David and we looked at how he was called at a young age he was the one that was chosen all the older brothers passed over and it's this young kid that's the one that's called and you know he's anointed to be king and um, you think, happy days, you know, you've been told this, it's not what you're expecting. God set you apart. Um, and yet everything then in his life seems to go in the completely opposite direction. You know, obviously he fights Glad, happy days, he's, he's um, promoted, he's, made um, you know, reported in the army. But then time after time after time, everything starts to go wrong for him and he flees. He has the king pursuing him. Even his own mighty men turn on him at one stage. So it's like, you start to, if you didn't have those examples in scripture to help you, you would start to doubt the things that you feel that God's called you to. Because for me, I think early in my Christian walk, sorry, I sort of felt I had an opportunity to minister with kids. That was something that I was like, this is something that's in my heart. It's something I really enjoy. I think this is what God's asking me to do. Um, and then that kind of grew and developed. And then, you know, we realized we could minister with people and, you know, older people and we ended up doing church. And yet then lots of things came in that started to make you think, maybe I'm not that good at this or maybe this is all going wrong and maybe I heard you wrong, Gordon. And I think unless you have examples in the word, unless she sort of rely on that, then you would just give up. You would just question yourself. You'd think, What's the point?
0: So what is what you're saying that actually Drawn from from the Bible, drawn from scripture, was a way of you going, my story's not, maybe not so different to them, mm-hmm. and going, if they could do it, uh, or what was it about them? What was it about David that kept him going? Because every single one of them, like David, was no doubt, he was a man like, well, I was gonna say a man like you and me, a man like me, not like you, and, um, but going, he's normal. He's absolutely normal. He was a normal person. He had sort of captured something about God, and if we can draw the same way from those examples, mm-hmm then it should help us, all right? So per- figure around motivation and yeah, I, I suppose that that, that starts to, to make sense to go like, there's a real life application for having a sense of who you are and drawing that from the right place. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Cause I, I think if, when I find it, you know, it's like, if you don't have something that, that gets you up in the morning to go, like I, I've dealt with you no know, loads of people who have money, right? Good education and all the rest of it. And it's never enough. Like, it doesn't matter. Even people who are successful in business. Oh, that was never enough. You inevitably have a conversation with those people which go something like, at some point, what's this about anyway? Or, you know, that they, they, they actually suffer from a lack of motivation at times. I would see that. Um, people generally, even as you get older, go in, like, you can bury yourself in your 20s like because you're going to change the world. Ooh, this generation, up to 25, not after that. After 25 years a year on the scrap heap, the Christian scrap heap. Then in your thirties you kind of get married and kids and things out and da da da. Forties you're just I don't know doing whatever. But the, the, the trajectory I think as you get older is to go. That sense of what's this all about becomes more important. Money becomes less important. Time becomes important. And that feeling of being lost or directionless becomes much more acute for people. Um, you know, I, and I think I think people make. You know, when I have felt under pressure and had a lack of purpose, you, you make silly decisions. You know, it's like in that moment where you go, I don't have some, like a North Star yeah. guy that I'm pointing towards, you'll make short-term yeah. decisions based on how you're feeling. Like, I mean, like full disclosure, how many times have I said to you, uh, typically on a Monday, I I hate leaving this church, I want to come out of it.
1: I twice a week.
0: Twice a no week. Twice a week, right. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, and then you go, don't be silly, it's just emotion. Yeah. Right. But, and so the thing of calling and purpose is to go part of who I am is for this time anyway, is just to stick in, to get something established in Belfast, which is about the grace of God, right? Yeah. About the full gospel, about not being embarrassed about that. And, um, if I take that out, then there's no backstop, if you like. And so it, sometimes if people think, why do I make decisions? why did I make that decision or why did I de- decide this? Because sometimes there's no greater purpose. Mm-hmm. So you make short term decisions based on what feels good or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I suppose that can, that overall can, there's loads of negative emotions and a, a lot of consequences. You know, like people tell you, like, you get more stress, you're more anxious and all that kind of stuff. So like very quickly, like where, where do you start to find it? You know, I, I, for sure, what we do, you know, one of the things that we try to talk about here is that your accomplishments. In and of themselves, they'll define you because that's all transient, right? It's like what, the world will only point at your education, your your achievements, your experience, your bank balance, your assets, your whatever. That's that's the only thing that it, that it can point to. But I know I know when it comes to God um, and it comes to faith, it, and like it has to be absolutely about about who God says we are. Yeah. So your purpose isn't. But here's the thing, and this is what I think we've missed, even in the church, you know, we have forgotten that it's about purpose for me it's about God. Like, first of all, there's two kinds there's your general purpose. And then there's your specific purpose. But we always, def- we fall into the trap of the world. That, that's what cracks me up about this. We don't normally, we kind of go, I am who he says I am. We'll sing the whole song, song and all that kind of stuff. But then we get straight to, you know.
1: being very specific.
0: Well, well, what what do I do?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: It's like people rush past the who am I yeah. to get to the this is what I do. And yeah. frankly, in, in our experience, that has caused havoc in the church because mm-hmm. you're dealing with people who just, you know, want to find their... It, it's right because it's in us. Mm-hmm. But whenever you're not happy with the purpose that God has called you, like as a son and as a daughter first, yes. who Jesus says I am first, mm-hmm. and you rush to ministry yeah. or you rush to what you're doing, you end up getting fed up with mm-hmm. normally the leader, people around you with God and with the church. Yeah. Because it's not enough. Yeah. What we do is never enough. It's gotta be who we are first. Yeah. Isn't that right?
1: Yeah. That, I, I think yeah. Well, I think for me it's I've I've seen a lot of people overcomplicate things yeah. over the years I like was saying. And I think and Part of it is a sense of what you really enjoy. Do you know, God has created you uniquely. It says how he's knit us together in a mother's wombs. You know, we're faithfully and wonderfully made. It's like He's put a lot into us and each one of us he's made unique. So there's something that just lights you up that doesn't light up the person next to you. And so God has put that in you. There's God given gifts and abilities. So it is about exploring those things, but it's not, they're not overcomplicated. Like even for us, I know a number of years ago, we felt it was like, you know, we should do something in the business world. We felt that was part of our calling as well. And probably for about a year we were bouncing around ideas. And then I remember saying to you, but Andrew, what is your gift, your gift? Is to teach people, and you can teach people in church the word of God, and you can teach people outside of church about how to lead and how to develop themselves. Um, so, I mean, and I've had we've had a number of friends who we've kind of spoken into the lives, going, "What is it that you love? What is it that you enjoy? Trust that God will open doors for you in those areas." But it's like it, it's actually.
0: But do you not? But do you not think though? There's I I get that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you not think there's a danger there though? What we're doing is we're setting people up for. Just doing what you like. Do you know what I mean? It's like your purpose is not just what makes you feel good and what you like. If you think about it in any, like would we say that to people in any other area of their life? Like imagine parents, right? Kids, you get a newborn and you realise, holy smokes, there's a whole lot of this. Or or when kids are growing and you kind of go, actually, I don't really want to have to do nappies all the time. and I don't want to have to do the shopping and, and you know, uh, do we kind of do the the Christian equivalent of going, like you'd never say to those parents, what I mean is you'd never say to those parents, I will just see the cuddle times and the bed times and like do that. Everything else, don't worry about it. It's not your calling, but do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I, I, I think that thing of general, like call purpose is general first. It's like you're, you're called to be part of the church, right? Mm-hmm. Don't kid yourself that your purpose sits outside of the church. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, mm-hmm. right? So if you're talking straight to go, like, where would you start with people? How do you help them? Like, if somebody's finding their purpose, I, I, I I'm just increasingly nervous. Like, because when you think about how many people have we had come to us and go, my ministry is, I'm called to. Like for me, it's always I really feel like I'm called to preach, right? I go oh, another one. Or remember people. Remember somebody came to us and said. Uh, we really feel like we're called to this church. Remember this? Song? No names, no files, right? And we were like, right, okay, brilliant. And uh, they said, but we're not here just to come to the church. We're here to lead it with you and pet, you, you guys. That's what, that's our purpose. That's what God's called us for. And I was like, yeah, Heggie would have told me that.
1: It's like going to somebody saying, hey, God's told me I'm going to marry you. I do know what. Okay. I
0: know what you did to me. That money, But do you know what I mean? But it's like, you kind of look at it and you, you go, yeah. like... Well, for me... But- people, people get stuck because they make it about them, I, rather than yes. going, actually, ge- my general purpose first is as a son, as a daughter. What comes after? What applies in the family of God to everyone? Yeah. Start there. You're called to what? You're called to be part of God's family. Mm-hmm. So don't be a solo pilot outside of the walls of the church. Because mm-hmm. he didn't, Paul write it himself. He said, the, um, the, the, the church is not peripheral to the world. The world's peripheral to the church. Okay. You're called to bear fruit, good fruit. You're called to serve in the body. You're called to be a good witness. You know, it's like yeah. all of that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You, the facts don't care about your feelings. Yeah. Right. That's, that's part of your purpose. But if you rush past that to try to go, well, my ministry is to preach. You, you people just end up. I think it's,
1: I think it's what the focus is it's, what, it's on yourself exactly. or on how God's going to use you to bless somebody else. Yeah. So I think that's what, probably, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's about what you love. It's about how God can use what you love to do to be a blessing to somebody else. Or yeah. if it's just about, if it starts with you, then you're starting from the wrong place. Yeah, Cause it's, you know.
0: My calling, my, yes. wasn't it Bill Johnson? Remember um, years ago we read that thing where Bill Johnson talked about, you know, heartbeat. the heartbeat thing, right? Yeah. So um, like people, like loads of people come to him and go, you Know, Bill, my I have a ministry and I want you to help me in my ministry. And he just, and this is Bill Johnson, he's lovely. You know, you, you know, when you see him, you kind of go, he's he's kind of cuddly and lovely. You, you can imagine just him being
1: cuddling Bill <laughs>
0: <you know> too <what>? much. <laughs> I probably could just a wee cuddle Bill, but you know, it's like he's cuddly Bill and uh, unbelievable teacher of God's word. But he's sitting across the table from him, he would go, Actually, I don't care about your ministry until you hear it's in your heartbeats with mine mm. right? talking about in the context of his church then you don't have a ministry here because yeah. we have to beat in time
1: Yes, right. it's, it's that sense of unity you lay in purpose coming together and that's where I think it's actually once you're established in the love of God yeah. so then it doesn't actually matter to be honest yeah. what it looks like yeah. because for everybody it will look a bit different because some people will love walking with kids some people will love to Bake cakes for everybody. Some people will love to sit down and pray with somebody. It's going to look different for everyone else, but it starts with that essence of you're called to love. It's like we love because yeah. he first loved us. We've received love from Jesus, and then we pour that out on the people around us. And we get to do that probably through the things that we're good at. Okay. But at times it can be things that we're not particularly good at, but we choose to do them anyway. Well, but yeah. the Elder dependent thing is the fact that we understand why we're doing it. We understand that actually, when I turn up here early on a Sunday morning and get the heating to work, it's not that I want to spend half an hour sometimes trying to get the boiler on, but it's the fact that I want everyone to come into a warm environment and not be sitting freezing. Yeah. That's love. No, I As yeah. preparing okay. a sermon, yeah. praying for somebody, I think it doesn't really matter what the outward thing is. It's a sense of actually, once you've captured God's heart for you, and that's what you want to share with other people. and. The brilliant thing is God uses you in all the things that you you're good at to do that. But sometimes there's things that you don't particularly enjoy, and God will grow you.
0: Yeah, I, I just I, I just think for anyone who's listening, go and watch my purpose, uh, particularly if you're a believer. All right, and you like the worst thing you can do is like paralysis by analysis, do nothing until you have this. You know the old, I'm just praying about it. Like, could you help us this Sunday? Well, I really need to pray about that. No, you don't. Shut up. Could
1: you help us with the tea and coffee or come pray about it? need
0: to pray about it. No, you, you really don't need to pray about pouring somebody a cup of tea. You just need to wise up and get past yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, there's, I think there's been too much overbalanced the wrong way because Jesus, you know, was, you know, just we need to round up here. But that thing of, of, if people are going, my purpose matters, of course it does. You know, it'll help you to get over stress, anxiety, make good decisions, you know, motivate you, keep you resilient, get you through the hard times but don't start with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, that's what the world does. And the world has not got it worked out. Yeah. There are things today which you can do because it's part of, you know, part of being the family, like part of being the family, like just to think about a normal family. Yeah. There's loads I get to do, even though, like, I don't, like putting the shot in way, drives me to the strength, drives,
1: I hate it. It makes me irrationally angry. everybody has noticed because daddy's always on the loo when the shopman comes in well do you know what it's (laughs) because it's it's a call to prayer now calls it out
0: i know so where
1: is he where is he where's he gone (laughs) i just i'm just praying
0: in there while they're putting the shopping (laughs) way you know that's the truth but the the point is it's like that specific purpose that you have to preach to minister through music to is is only ever going to make sense Whenever the, like your general sense of like calling as a son, calling as the church, it has to fit in there. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what Jesus said. wasn't that, was not, that was the last thing we talked about in Luke five was, you know, when Jesus calls these guys, he, he doesn't come and say your ministry is mm-hmm. your ministry is like, you know, the way we would like it. Mm-hmm. You know, he just said, I'm going to make you, you know, see you're fishing. That's brilliant. I'm going to give you a way bigger vision for yeah. your life. Right. I'm- not that there's anything wrong with fishing, but I'm going to make you fishers. men he just gave this whole other view. Yeah. And probably that's what we want people to find, yeah. isn't it?
1: I think? I think it is. It's that step back and see the big picture. Yeah. Because whenever you get into me and my thing, that's pretty small if you think about it. Yeah. But when you realize I am part of something Way so bigger. much bigger, Yeah, and actually when I cooperate work together with these people and with what the Lord's saying, this is, I'm going to do something so much greater than I could ever do just trying to make this thing work
0: yeah. on my own. Yeah. My purpose has got to be, I mean, the the bottom line is this. You're per- if you- Your purpose is always makes much more sense in the context of who God says, what he called you for, lose yourself in that first. And then I think the specifics become like easier, but Mm we have just had too many people getting at the wrong order Mm -hmm. and then not doing anything or being really light on, you know, some of the really key things, the fundamentals Mm -hmm. about, Mm -hmm. you know, turn up, give, you know, have a good attitude. It's like, like some of this, I think when you do that, then the other bits of the Bible make sense. The Lord will open the doors; he'll he'll make it your your path straight, and he'll yeah. get you there. Yeah. All right, very good. Uh, that's, that, that's quite good, isn't it? Um, I think I think for us, probably, like a sense of purpose has be, probably been the reason why we're we're sitting here today.
1: I think the last thing I was going to say is that he doesn't actually. The reason that we don't get everything that we want when on the time and that we want is because half the time we're not ready for it. No. So for the likes of David, he had to have all of those years of almost lions and bears before he yes. talked about. Yes, and also all of those years of everyone turning against and things not going right because I had to strengthen yeah. his reliance on the Lord, not on him, on himself. Yeah. And I think that's so much in us, you know, for us, our journey with church, we might have wanted it to look different, but would have, we have been ready for what we thought? Might have wanted it to look different. <laughs> yes, we probably did. So <laughs> it's quite, <I hate laughs> quite that for an understatement. Yeah, um. but for most of us, And we're thinking, why am I not here yet, God? I thought I should have been further on. I thought by now, actually, it's the Lord's goodness that we're not always walking into those things, because he wants to give us the very best, and he'll get us ready for those things. And that's where I think it's what I said at the beginning, those course corrections that I'll show you this much, but no further, because actually, keep next to me, keep with me, don't stray off. Because actually, it might feel like you're going on a detour. It might feel like you're going off in the wrong direction. It might feel like you're never going to get there, but actually, he will get you there at the right time, right place, all those things that we're never going to be able to make ourselves because we'll just take what we think is the easy road, mm. but probably not going to lead us down the right path.
0: Brilliant, okay. All right, folks, hope you enjoyed that uh, quick podcast on finding your purpose. It's part of our 10 reasons why series if you haven't got the notes in that you can um email office it's coming up on the screen office at exchange and download our notes for free and also watch us online www.exchangechurchbelfast.com youtube facebook and insta we would love to connect with you and help you to find out more about god's purpose for your life